Cool evening, everyone. I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome back to the Creepcast. We're not your neighborhood watch. And nor do we ever claim to be. Yeah, and you don't want us to be. We're here to tell you ooky spooky stories and other things that just kind of freak us out about mythology and all those other shenanigans. To hopefully freak you out as well. Yes, and it is time. October is finally here. And it's the most wonderful time of the year. Ah, that video was great. I love it. It was not the exact thing I had in my head, but it was even better. I'm we sure. were at Spirit Halloween and Burr was fucking around with this cat mask. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this is it. And so like, it's that song playing and then it's just a video of Burr. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything. I kind of want that mask now. I know. Oh, I had a sloth one too. But if you get that mask, you can't tell Austin you've purchased it. It's <laughs> the best way to get punched. <laughs> he knows exactly where I'm going with this. And it's... That's the Just best way to get fucking punched. <laughs> when he's sleeping and go... Ow! No, not even jump at him. Just be like, honey, it's time to get up. <laughs> Sleep for so long. <laughs> Not that you startle him awake. It's just he's got to have that blurry grogginess of like, oh fuck, <laughs> and then the panic sets in. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I either want that or the bull one. Hey. <laughs> oh my god, it would be hilarious. All of it. Ah, but yes. So, anyways. We're the creep guest. I know I said that already, but I just felt like saying it again. Because it's October. I'm so excited. All the horror movies. Yeah. Even though my boyfriend's like, I don't know what Midsummer. I was like, you know what's going to be like some other hipster bullshit movie? Where it's like, there's nothing actually scary. It's all in your mind. Or just some confusing ass ending. Because you, did you see Hereditary yet? I don't think so don't <laughs> okay good to know it's just like we have to like google when i have to google what the ending means you're not doing your job Mm-mm. that's all i'm saying i mean people liked it a lot but that's the thing i always get deterred when horror movies get high ratings on rotten tomatoes and i'm like i know this is terrible then well usually as i've noticed if it's terrible it gets a great rating if it's good it gets a terrible rating. I don't know if it's just like they want all the artsy-fartsy bullshit of like, it was a cult the whole time or some bullshit. I don't know. Nah, go fuck yourself. Or what was that? What's that other one? Not It Follows. It comes at night. Nothing came at night. I was waiting for it. And there were plenty of moments where I'm like, something's happening. <laughs> Not today, <Satan. laughs> Austin is definitely taking this into sexual innuendo and is losing his shit. Just laying in bed. Worth it. Worth it. I love it's not even like when I do the puns on purpose, it's like the accidental ones and I see him losing his shit. It's not like I get mad at like not noticing it. I'm like, this is even funnier because I didn't even do this on purpose. Yeah, like when she was helping Felix Joyce homework. 
Oh yeah, God. We had to think of things with A, and I'm like, first, but first word, I'm like, apple, boom, easy. And I'm like, next word, okay. Short word that begins with A, axe, and I'm like, that might not be school appropriate. <laughs> but then the internet said it was okay, so that's fine. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Love it. <laughs> Poor Austin, he's just like, oh my God. But anyway, so on to this week's topic. We're going to kick off October with a big one because we actually planned this whole month out. Yeah. Because we're, we're professionals now. Professionals. Not really, but we're trying. So we're starting off real big to kick off October, and it's zombies. Zombies. Zombies, 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 zombies. Yeah. Versus plants. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Stupid ass game. I thought it was cute. It was it was cute, but it was dumb. I'm like, who the fuck comes up with this shit? Toddlers. Why are zombies fighting plants? Plant Because all the humans are dead. Yeah, but... What? <laughs> but, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. This is some happening bullshit mixed with zombie apocalypse. Plants are alive, killing people. Zombies are killing people, and then the plants are like, the fuck, we're trying to kill people, and then they just fight each other. <laughs> Over who wants to kill humanity, which I mean, fair. Mm-hmm. We're pretty garbage, so. Garbage. Never ending garbage. To the tune of Never Ending Story. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Anyways. <laughs> Zombies. There was one too many whys on that last one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'll make it worse. Don't tempt me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so zombies. What is a zombie, you may ask, had you lived under a rock and not known anything, which is okay, because you know what? Fuck it. You're going to learn today. The world shocks me. (laughs) It never stops to exist to, like, like, people shocking me. But anyways, what is a zombie? Tommy. So a zombie is a fictional under... Under... (laughs) (laughs) What you get for making fun of me? An un- a fictional undead being, Jesus Christ, created through the reanimation of a corpse. Which, I mean, I guess Jesus Christ is also a zombie, so boom. Blam. Bitch, put <laughs> Revelations. Yeah. I mean, come on. You fucking rise up from the dead and shit? No. <laughs> Jesus is getting an axe to the head. <laughs> I don't fuck with this shit. <laughs> But anyway, so, zombies are mostly commonly found in horror and fantasy genre works. The term comes from Haitian folklore, in which a zombie is a dead body reanimated through various methods. Most commonly, magic. Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Modern depictions of the reanimation of the dead do not necessarily involve magic, though, but often invoke science fictional methods such as carrier, radiation, mental diseases, vectors, pathogens, scientific accidents, and so on. So going into the etymology of zombie, uh, the English word zombie is first recorded in 1819 in the history of Brazil by the poet Robert Southey in the form of zombie, which is just zombie, but without an E at the end. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these we tried to Google. We're winging a lot of these words, guys, because anytime I Google this, Google will just be like, do you mean zombie? And I'm like, guess, but not really. <laughs> oh. So anyways, um, 
where? Well, oh yeah, zombie without the E. So actually referring to the Afro-Brazilian rebel leader named Zumbi and the etymology of his name in Nzambi, uh, the Oxford English Dictionary gives the origin of the word as Central African and pairs it to the Congo words Nzambi, which means God, and Zumbi, which means fetish. Hmm. Which, okay then. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their kink. <laughs> in Haitian folklore, a zombie, which is a Haitian French zombie again without the E, uh, Haitian Creole, which is zombie, is an animated corpse raised by magical means such as witchcraft. The concept has been popularly associated with the religion of voodoo, but it plays no part in that faith's formal practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so voodoo's like, I don't know why you all keep in thinking we're doing the zombies. We're not doing the zombies. Not today. Hey, it's on Tuesdays. <laughs> There's a lot that goes on on Tuesdays. We're yeah. psychic on Tuesdays. The Oak Lord comes for his virgins for our pudding on Tuesdays. I work doubles on Tuesdays. See? I'm a busy woman. Not, okay. enough, not enough hours in the undead day. Mm-mm. How else are you supposed to put the kids through school? I know. I got. I, you know, I got to make my money. I got to see some psychics. I got to sacrifice some virgins for some pudding. Put the littles through uh, Meowversity. Meowversity, yes. <laughs> to get their pyrology degree. <laughs> I was, I was, or, or their history. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. But I'm gonna, because it's Burr's turn. <laughs> So, currently, um, continuing on with the etymology, it says, um, I don't remember, how the creatures in contemporary zombie films came to be called zombies is not very, is not fully clear. The film Night of the Living Dead had no spoken references to its undead antagonist as zombies, describing them instead as ghouls, though ghouls, which derive from, er, um, Arabic. Arabic folklore, thank you, are demons, not undead. Although George Romero used the term ghoul in his original script, in later interviews he used the term zombie. The word zombie is used exclusively yeah, by uh, Romero in his script for his sequel, Dawn of the Dead, in 1978, including once in the dialogue, um, according to George Romero, film critics were influenced. Influential. Inf- yeah, thank you. And associating the term zombie to his creatures. Especially, I'm sorry, and especially the French magazine. Cahiers. Cahiers du Cinema. He eventually accepted this linkage, even though he remained convinced that at the time that zombies corresponded to the undead slaves of Haitian voodoo as depicted in White Zombie with Bella Lugosi. Lugosi. Yes, who was also the original vampire. I forgot to write that down. That's okay. <laughs> I, I figured and I was prepared for it. Yeah. I'm ready. Quote. One of us is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somewhat. We got this. Um, zombies and folk belief. Um, in the Haitian tradition, zombies were featured widely. Yeah, were featured widely in Haitian rural folklore as un. I'm sorry, dead persons physically um, revived by the act of necromancy of a booker. 
a sorcerer or witch. The Booker is opposed by the Hongan, yeah, um, or priestess, and the Mam. What did we say? Mambo? Mambo. Yeah. Or priestess of a formal voodoo religion. A zombie remains under the control of the Booker as a personal slave having no will of its own. The Haitian tradition also includes an incorporeal type of zombie, the zombie astral, which is part of the human soul. A booker can ca- capture a zombie astral to enhance its spirit, his, sorry, his spiritual power. A zombie astral can also be sealed inside a uh, specially de- decorated bottle by a booker and sold to a client to bring luck, healing, or uh, business success. It is believed that God eventually will reclaim the zombie's soul, so the zombie is a temporary, temporarily spiritual entity. Which is kind of interesting because I'm trying to... I mean, we'll kind of go into this here in just a second with my next little point, but I like that... Um, I don't know. I feel like I've definitely heard Booker before and then the whole thing about sealing... Um, zombie astral in that bottle and like using that for like little trinkets and oh what's the word i'm looking for the thingies that help like protect you and shit talismans and oh, okay. things like that i just can't remember what i wonder if you can still purchase those today probably possibly yeah and then um i mean unless it was maybe mentioned in whatchamacallit princess and the frog oh I that's a lot of voodoo stuff think so actually yeah, I just don't know. Not 100% sure. I've been watching, watching that movie up? almost every night. What? What am I looking up? Uh, I don't know. I guess if Zombie Astral is mentioned. Princess the Frog. Princess the Frog, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, so uh, going into my section, the two types of zombie reflect soul dualism, a belief of Haitian voodoo. Each type of legendary zombie is therefore missing one half of its soul, the flesh or the spirit, which is... What I was going to like spiel into and I'm like, I wonder, duality. And I'm like, oh yeah, duh, dummy. That's the next thing you're going <laughs> to read. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. But yeah, so I like, again, I feel like a lot of like religions like these, like the, I don't want to say like, not like lesser known, but probably are looked down upon more so by like Christianity and like the bigger base. I feel like they consist of that whole balance thing. Hmm. Whereas, you know, other churches are more like, you must be good or you will burn. And the devil will get you. Well, Satan will get you. You don't keep those legs closed. I don't know. I should. I mean, I that's what they did tell me. <laughs> I mean. Because everything was yeah. women's fault. Yep. Yeah. Women, how dare you exist? Yeah. You devil for trying magic. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you try getting laid once in a while? Bitch. Oh, you can't. Because for some reason they don't let priests get married. Which could solve a lot of other problems that I will not discuss on this podcast. I can't promise I won't bring it up then. <laughs> for those of you who can't see me, which is all of you that are not in this room, I sift my wine judgingly. Judge. But that's none of my business. <laughs> But anyways, so the zombie belief has its roots in traditions brought to Haiti by enslaved Africans and their subsequent experiences in the New World. It was thought that the voodoo deity, Baron Zomdi, would gather them from their grave to bring them to a heavenly afterlife in Africa, or Guinea. 
unless they had offended him in some way, in which case they would be forever a slave after death as a zombie. Uh, a zombie could also be saved by feeding them salt. Get the salt! <laughs> salt, 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 salt for everything. Season your food. Cleanse your house. Heal a zombie. Hell yeah. If you can't get the fiery pits from hell, store bought is fine too. <laughs> but I want the rocks. I know. Rock salt. Yeah, because then you can physically just chuck it at the devil, <laughs> at the demons. <laughs> well, I have the Himalayan salt rock things upstairs, too. I mean, that could also double against this. <laughs> it's a self-defense weapon against demons. Just club them over the head with it. Thank God there's two. <laughs> right. Could you imagine just being like some demon doing your thing, trying to haunt some people, and then you just come up by and <laughs> club it over the head? It was like, demon school did not prep me for this situation. I told you not to die, Satan. Come back on Friday. Anything about any kind of like zombie talisman thing is, I'm just getting video game references. Okay, so maybe that's what I might have heard that from then and not that movie. I don't know. I just immediately saw thought Princess and the Frog because I watched that like a couple, a month and a half ago. I watch that almost every night now. <laughs> go to bed. Movie. Netflix took off like well, Disney took off like ninety percent of their movies. Well, yeah, because they've like got Prince their own Park streaming Park. service. Not yet. It's coming. I know, but not until like November, like, like mid November. It makes me so mad. I know, because it's like, oh, I already pay for Netflix, and okay, well, Matt and I split Prime, and then you guys pay for my Hulu. <laughs> but that's gonna change over to the Disney. We're going to do Disney over Hulu? Disney owns Hulu. Oh. And it's like a dollar or two more. Mm-hmm. Oh, as long as I have something to log into and watch my shit, that's all I care about. <laughs> but are they going to leave Drag Race on it? That's what I need to know. Bitch, they better. I mean, Nina West is a Disney princess in herself. Literally all of the Disney princesses. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anyways, where was I? Salt. So, <laughs> English professor, professor, <laughs> professor, Amy Willens has written that the modern concept of zombies was strongly influenced by Haitian slavery. Slave drivers on the plantations who were usually slaves themselves, and sometimes voodoo priests used fear, uh, uh, used to fear, used the fear of, goddamn Brianna. <laughs> Late night typing. Anyways, use the fear of zombification to discourage slaves from committing suicide. Which I mean, because I imagine if it's like the whole split thing, if you only have like one of your things taken, you can't like fully be at peace. So that would kind of suck. But also though, I feel like suicide is like a major thing. That's because what is it? In the Catholic Church, you can't commit suicide because then you can't go to heaven. Your soul burns eternally in hell. Yep. Oh, I thought it was caught in purgatory. Mm-mm. Might be that. I don't know. No, because in Constantine, the sister who was really into Christianity and everything else like that, she committed suicide. And that's why the priest wouldn't um, perform any of the stuff for her because she committed a sin. Mm. So her body would burn, or her soul but would she burn. She ended up not actually committing suicide, though, right? She killed herself, yeah. So she could get um, yeah, con- the message of Constantine. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that, like, con- well, 
spoiler if anyone hasn't seen Constantine, which is a really, really good movie. I know, I do like that movie. One of, uh, one of the Keanu Reeves ones I do like. Uh, but anyways, so towards the end, Keanu Reeves is actually fighting... Ooh. Lucifer. No, he's fighting Gabriel. Mm-hmm. He's fighting Gabriel, he's fighting Lucifer's who's, son. Yeah, he's fighting and, Gabriel who's no, trying, to, trying get to release Lucifer's son, son to take over from Lucifer. But the only reason Lucifer lets him live is because he's like, I will, you can have my soul, but you have to release her soul. Yeah, let her go to hell. Or, yeah. Because then he gets all serious and he's like, okay, done. Yeah. And then he's just like, all right, cool. And then he tries to take Constantine. Constantine's like, psych, bitch. I gave up my soul for somebody else's soul. So now I get to go to heaven. Yeah. And then, well, no. And then, because, or did he already stop the sun coming out? Yeah, he's uh, when he's talking. I think he had to, already stopped. No, when when he's uh, talking to the devil, time is up. Yeah, but yeah, time is fro- time was frozen, and then uh, Lucifer and him were talking, and then he told him about what was going on in yeah. the next room. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. and then he walks Luc- in there, and, and then doesn't like Lucifer fuck up Gabriel, or does Constantine still kill Gabriel? No, um, Lucifer fucks him up. He like yeah, Lucifer. It's the flames of hell. Tilda Swinton is forever my favorite mind fuck of an actress because like, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Tilda Swinton, but is she a man? But then I also because I think the whole thing is with angels that they're supposed to be like, not fully, or they were playing with the idea of angels being not like gender specific mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just being very like more neutral. Mm-hmm. But yeah, love it. But yes, so, uh, yeah, don't commit suicide. <laughs> or Constantine's going to have to come and save you. No, <laughs> he doesn't want to do that. No. That wasn't the thing. For, that that was a whole different thing. He doesn't give a shit. No, I know he doesn't give a shit. So don't tell people Constantine's going to save well, people. Then he doesn't. When, and then when they watch the sh- actual fucking thing themselves, they'll be like, they lied to us. Don't care. That's <laughs> 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 what I'm here because I don't give a shit. She don't give a fuck. Nope, nope. But anyway, so... While most scholars have associated the Haitian zombie with African cultures, a connection has also been suggested to the island's indigenous Taino people, uh, partly based on an early account of native shamanist practices. But anyways, so... um, Partly based on an early account of the native shamanist practices written by the Hieronymite monk Ramon Pane... Um, a companion of Christopher Columbus. The Haitian zombie phenomenon first attracted widespread international attention during the United States occupation of Haiti, 1915 to 1934. Sorry, not getting enough oxygen. But when a number of case histories of perpeted zombies began to emerge, the first popular book covering the topic was William Seabrook's The Magic Island, 1929. Seabrook cited Article 246 of the Haitian Criminal Code, which was passed in 1864, asserting that it was an official recognition of zombies. This passage was later used in promotional materials for the 1932 film White Zombie. Also shall be qualified as attempted murder, the employment which may be made by any person of substances which, without causing actual death, produce a lethargic coma, more or less prolonged. If after the administrating of such substances the person has been buried, the act shall be considered murder no matter what the result follows. Essentially... If you zombify even a living person, they count that as murder. Murder. Especially if they get buried. 
because of their comatose state. Y'all going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. In uh, 1937, while researching folklore in Haiti, Zora Neal Hurston encountered the case of a woman who appeared in a village. A family claimed that she was Felicia Felix Mentor, Mm -hmm. a relative who had died and been buried in 1907 at the age of 29. The woman was examined by a doctor. X-rays indicated that she did not have a leg fracture that Felicia Mentor uh, was known to have had. Hurston pursued pursued the rumors that affected persons were given a powerful psychedelic drug, but she was unable to locate individuals willing to offer such information. She wrote, What is more, if science ever gets to the bottom of voodoo in Haiti and Africa, it will be found that some important medical secrets, still unknown to medical science, give it its power rather than um, gestures of ceremony. So essentially... Again, science over magic. Science. Yes. science She's blinded me with science. All my tubes and beakers. <laughs> ah, my schematics. I don't know what schematics are, but I want a lab full of them. I know, right? Dane Cook. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> a schematic is just another word for blueprint. Shh. I was <laughs> letting the other people who probably didn't know. Well, Dane Cook didn't know either, and he didn't tell nobody. That was the joke, though. I know, it's great. I love that joke. I think Dreamhouse is one of my favorites, and then, of course, the fucking jelly one. <laughs> the fucking, um... The text the gods of jelly to burn your soul in a jelly like hell. Now, uh, get the jelly! <laughs> what about the, spe- the text-to-speech? Like, where he's just like, how I learned how to talk? That one's pretty good. And then, uh... Oh, it's like, get back in the fiery water. <laughs> Cover up this water hole with more fire. <laughs> Has anyone ever been burned alive? It's got to be so hot. <laughs> Ironically enough, it gets cold. Well, I guess, yeah, because it destroys your nerve endings and shit, right? Yeah, and vice versa for being cold. So, like, you get really hot. So, like, if you're, like, going into shock from mm-hmm. being frozen from, like, uh, frostbite and whatnot... The limbs are, in, from being told, or, yeah, from what I remember reading and being told is that uh, extreme cold creates the sensation of heat, and extreme heat Vice creates versa, yeah. conditions of cold. Black magic. So, yeah, so, again, all those jokes I just told within the span of the last two minutes. Tank Cook. This shit was so good. Mm. But it was. I remember using used to like listening to those audio bites like religiously. Then I think, what was it? Ryan had them on his iPod. I think so, yeah. This guy we knew in high school. And they were like, do you want to listen? I'm like, yeah, I do. Damn straight, I do. But anyway, sorry. Continuing on. Love it. Um, African and related legends. Yay. Mm. A Central or Western African origin for the Haitian... Haitian. Zo- oh, I'm sorry. You're good. A Haitian zombie has been... Postulated. Thank you. Because I was going to say something else. I don't know what it is, but I'm intrigued now. 
but uh, that was based on two entomologies in the Congo uh, language. Now, zombie, which um, God, yeah, and zumbi, which is fetish. This root helps um, form the names of several deities, including the Congo creator deity Nazambi. No, oh, yeah, I said mm-hmm. it right. And um, Napongo, I think I said that right. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't read the, understand the first part of it. I just assume we pronounce everything wrong for the most part. <laughs> we try. But uh, that's the Louisiana, oh, I'm sorry, and then the Louisiana serpent deity, the Grand Zombie, Zoom, yeah, Zombie, yeah. a local version of the Haitian Dambala. Dambala, yeah. Okay. But it is, in fact, a gen- uh, generic word for a divine spirit. The common, Afri- common African concept of being under these names is more similar to an incorporeal zombie astral, as in the Congo Nakisi Nes- spirits. A related undead being is the jumble of English-speaking Caribbean, considered to be of the same etymology. In French West Indies, also local zombies are recognized, but these are of a more general spirit nature. Yeah, so essentially, again, zombie in these cultures most of the time don't really correlate with how we know zombies today. More of a spiritual aspect as opposed to, like, flesh-eating undead people. Oh, but human hands. Anyways, um, so the idea of physical zombie-like creatures is present in some South African cultures where they are called, again, probably butchered these because Google was like, you know what? No. (laughs) So, uh, Zida Chan, 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 I don't know, in Sotho or Sangha in Maduxwain in Venda, in some communities it is believed that a dead person can be zombified by a small child. Hmm. Okay, maybe, you know, don't leave your fucking voodoo stuff out where the kids can reach it. God, I thought kids just like to color. Child proof your zombie stuff. Your hoodoo. Your hoodoo. Hoodoo voodoo. Hoodoo you do. Anyway, sorry, labyrinth moment. <laughs> I want to watch that so bad. I think I'm going to do that tonight. But anyways, so uh, it is said that the spell can be broken by a powerful enough sangoma or sangoma. It is also believed in some South Africa, some areas of South Africa, that witches can zombify a person by killing and possessing the victim's body in order to force it into slave labor. After rail lines were built to transport migrant workers, stories emerged about witch trains. These trains appeared ordinary but were staffed by zombified workers controlled by a witch. The trains were, would abduct a person boarding at night, and the person would then either be turned into a zombified worker or beaten and thrown from the train at a distance from the or- original location. Which, I don't know why, but I love the idea of this. Damn, Linda. Um, also very reminiscent, kind of, of for me, a priest. Even though that's not zombies, it's vampires. I love it, though. That's it's awesome. And my man, Carl Urban's in it. Anyways. Sorry. I just love him. He looks so grouchy all the time. Black hat. He's like the human, first human-like vampire-y looking dude. Oh. Oh, okay. The bad guy. Okay. You know my type. 
dark and brooding like and horrible people. Brie knows people by name. I just like that person from that movie. I literally, it's like a tenth of everyone else's like actor, actress knowledge. Matt will be like, oh, and so and so and so and so. I'm like, who? And he's like, you know, so and so. I'm like, who? And he's like, this person in this movie. And I'm like, which one? (laughs) (laughs) And then this conversation goes on for at least another five to ten minutes until either I get who he's talking about or he just gets so pissed up pissed off that he doesn't care anymore. Fuck it. (laughs) And then he just lets go of the conversation. Oh, and he just break up a picture at that point. I mean, he usually does, but also sometimes I'm still like, who? And then he's like, whatever. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah, after that point, I'd just kind of be like, if you don't recognize him by the picture, I'd be like, okay, well, you you clearly don't know. You're clearly stupid and need to go hide in the corner of shame. (laughs) Bitches, but how? Come to my house. <laughs> what the garbage was your house? On my cat's kids in here. Can we do that for her when she gets? <laughs> Obviously. Oh, We're going to yeah. do one for mischief too because fuck it. I don't care that he's a boy and that's not a Fuck allowed. yeah. Kids all around. <laughs> I approve these messages. I mean, I'll give a fuck. Let's do it. I'm here for it. Hell yeah. Anyways, um, so then going into the, wait, no, yep, okay. Going into the evolution of the zombie archetype, uh, Pulliam and Fonseca in 2014 and Walls 2006 traced the zombie lineage back to ancient Mesopotamia, the descent of Ishtar, the goddess of Ishtar threatens. If you do not open the gate for me that to come in, I shall smash the door and shatter the bolt. I shall smash the doorpost and overturn the doors. I shall raise up the dead, and they shall eat the living, and the dead shall outnumber the living. Which that's I'm like, slimy. that's that's now like, that's zombies I think of nowadays. And so that's kind of wild that it goes like all the way back to that shit. She also repeats the same threat in a slightly modified form in the Epic of Gilgamesh. And Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, while not a zombie novel in particular, prefigures many 20th century ideas about zombies in that the resurrection of the dead is portrayed as a scientific process rather than a mystical one, and that the resurrected dead are degraded and more violent than their living selves. Frankenstein, published in 1818, has its roots in European folklore, whose tales of vengeful dead also inform the evolution of the modern conception of the vampire. Later notable uh, 19th century stories about the avenging undead included Ambrose Bierce's the Death of Halpin Fraser, in various Gothic Romanticism tales by Edgar Allan Poe. Though their works could not be properly con- considered zombie fiction, the supernatural tales of Bierce and Poe would prove influential on later writers such as H.P. Lovecraft by his own admission. In the 1920s and the early 1930s, the American horror author H.P. Lovecraft um, wrote several novellas that explored the undead theme. Cool Air, In the Vault, and The Outsider all deal with the undead, but Lovecraft's Herbert West reanimator in 1921 helped def- define zombies in popular culture. This series of short stories featured Herbert West, a mad scientist who attempts to revive human corpse with mixed results. Notably, and I'm sorry, notably the re- resurrected re- resurrected dead are uncontrollable, mostly mute, primitive, and extremely violent, though they are not re- referred to as zombies. Their uh, portal... Portrayal. 
Let's see. I told you I mess it up again. Cake is a lie. <laughs> the <laughs> betrayal. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Was a predictive, anticipating the modern conception of zombies by several decades. Zombies would then be featured prominently. Yay. <laughs> in the 19... Um, sorry. Early 1950s EC comics, which George A. Romero would later claim as an influence. The comics included Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, and Weird Science, featuring um, Avenging, Undead. Avenging Undead in the Gothic tradition quite regularly, including um, adaptions of Lovecraft stories. A popular evolution, evolution of zombies is the fast zombie or running zombie. In contract, contrast mm -hmm. to Romero's classic slow zombies, fast zombies can run and are more um, aggressive and often more intelligent. This type of zombie has origins in 1990s Japanese horror video games. In 1996, Capcom's survival game... So I'm sorry... Survival horror video game Resident Evil featured zombie dogs that can run towards the player. Later the same year, Sega's arcade shooter, The House of the Dead, intro um, introduced running human zombies who ran towards the player. The human, um, no, I'm sorry, the running human zombies included, and do, introduced, thank you. Introduced in the House of the Dead, video games became the basis for the fast zombies. That became popular in zombie films during the early 1900s. <laughs> Every damn time. I love it. <laughs> in the early 21st century, starting with 28 Days Later in 2002, the Resident Evil and House of the Dead films and the 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake. Which I feel like those are always going to be the ones I feel like that freak me out the most. Yeah, right? Because, like, what is it? Um, in, in the World War Z movie, even even though that wasn't, like, super gory for, like, a zombie movie, mm -hmm. like, how fast those fuckers moved and how they moved in, like, almost a insect-like fashion where it was, like, was it when they were, like, trying to climb the wall and they all just, like, piled up Yep. And then, like, used each other to climb up and shit. Like, crazy. Ugh. Love them. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Hell no. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. She's out. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of, like, the other one I'm thinking of that's, like, the first one I've seen. And, uh, what was it? Maybe, like, 20 days later. Or, no, I'm sorry. Probably Resident Evil was the first like movie I saw with like faster zombies and shit and I was like, ooh. Nope. With the bunnies and everything. And well and then yeah, and then on top of that they do all like the extra monster shits and I'm like what? The fuck? No. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so zombies in modern fiction. Film and television. Films featuring zombies have been a part of cinema since the nineteen thirties, with White Zombie being one of the earliest examples with George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, nineteen sixty eight. The zombie trope began to be increasingly linked to consumerism and consumer culture. Stop it. <laughs> sorry. It was contagious. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then... 
Uh, the zombie trope began to be increasingly linked to consumerism and consumer culture. Today's zombie films are released with such regularity, 55 titles were released in 2014 alone, so that they can be viewed as a separate subgenre of horror film. So then voodoo-related zombie themes have also appeared in espionage or adventure-themed works outside the horror genre. For example, the original Johnny Quest series, 1964, and the James Bond novel and the movie Live and Let Die both feature Caribbean villains who falsely claim that the voodoo power of zombification in order to keep others in fear of them. Which, disclaimer, I know we're probably not going to hit everyone's favorite zombie movies just because... The amount of, like, film and television zombie appearances is stupid. Like, it was, like, a whole thing where it was, like, a breakdown of, like, decade by decade almost. And so for the sake of time, Jeez. we had to cut a lot of that out because otherwise we'd be literally here until, like, 1 a.m. So, and Austin would not appreciate that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. So I'm saving us from ourselves. But, yeah, um, I mean, really the only movie I want to say that I can think of that comedic wise um is like return of the living dead which is like that 80s one where it's like the like what is it uh they're all like getting attacked and the zombie like gets a hold of like the ambulance radio and it's like what do you say send more cops or something like that just so they would have more people to feast on yeah that one matt showed me and that one was really good so i like kind of the more fun like cheesy comedic kind of twists on it too also i mean shawn of the dead come on or zombie land zombie land's another good one mm-hmm. finally making zombie land too i know i'm like iffy about it but i'm not like mad about it either i'm sure it'll be fine woody harrelson cracks me the fuck up and then yeah like i said that first one was really good so hopefully they'll follow through and keep with the track on that so, uh, going continuing on, though, into zombie apocalypse. So, this is, like, kind of a little dive on another section of types of zombie situations. So, intimately tied to the concept of modern zombie is the zombie apocalypse, the breakdown of society as a result of an initial zombie outbreak that spreads. This archetype has emerged as a prolific subgenre of apocalyptic fiction and has been portrayed in many zombie-related media after Night of the Living Dead. In a zombie apocalypse, a widespread, usually global, rise of zombies hostile to human life engages in a general assault on civilization. Victims of zombies may become zombies themselves. This causes the outbreak to become an exponentially growing crisis. The spreading phenomenon swaps normal military and law enforcement organizations, leading to the panic collapse of civilized society until only isolated pockets of survivors remain, scavenging for food and supplies in a world reduced to a pre-industrial hostile wilderness. Possible causes for zombie behavior in a modern population can be attributed to viruses, bacteria, or other phenomenon that reduce the mental capacity of humans, causing them to behave in a very primitive and destructive fashion. Which, again, what is it, 28 days later? It's like mm-hmm. some like, extreme form of rabies that was supposed to be like biological warfare or something. Which, again, like I want to say like at least... 80% of the time, it's humans fucking with shit. And that's, like, how the virus outbreaks. And it's, like, people. That makes me think of... Stop. <laughs> what the hell was that movie? Quarantine? I think so. Or it was, like, a thing of rabies or something. But it turned yeah. into people, like, were starting to attack everybody. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Because isn't it, like... 
They're not. Like an American version almost of that movie Wreck. I think so. Yeah. Because, like, they actually quarantine them into their apartment complex yeah. or something. Yeah. Because it's, it's, so yeah, it's the American version of that movie Wreck, which I've seen Quarantine too, and then I think we watched Wreck, because Matt was like, it's essentially Wreck, and I was like, what's that? And that's like a, I, don't, I think it's a Spanish, either Spanish or Mexican horror, like zombie horror film. I must watch it. Yeah, that one's good. And then he said pretty much all the other ones, though, are just, like, not as good. First ones. Like, in most cases, the first one is the best one. Hmm. So, moving on. In print and literature, in the 1990s, zombie fiction emerged as a distinct literary subgenre with the publication of Book of the Dead in 1990 and its follow-up, Still Dead, Book of the Dead 2, in 1992, featuring Romero-inspired stories from the likes of Stephen King. The Book of the Dead... Uh, compli- compilations? Comp to whatever the hell that is. Are, uh, uh, regarded as influent- influential in the horror genre and perhaps the first true zombie literature. Horror novelist Stephen King has written about zombies, including including his short story, Home Delivery, in 1990, and his novel, Cell, in 2006. Max Brooks' novel, World War Z, of 2006, became a New York best... I'm sorry, New York Times bestseller. Brooks had previously authored The Zombie Survival Guide of 2003, a zombie-themed parody of pop fiction survival guides published in 2003 which i feel like i remember seeing like that kind of stuff in like the bookstore like all sorts of like survival guides but it was like you know again like more pop culture or like stupid things like that and so i feel like the zombie survival guide was just kind of poking fun at that yes yes um seth what the hell did seth graham smith thank you Mashup novel, novel, Pride, and... Sorry, mashup novels. No girlfriend. (laughs) Sorry, novel. Go on. Which is Pride and... Prejudice. Thank you. Otherwise, I'd say (laughs) pre-justice. But, um... And then it says, And Zombies in 2009... combines the full text of Jane Austen's novel with a story about a zombie academic within the novel's British regu- Regency Regency um, period setting. Which they also did the movie of, which I actually really enjoyed. Ooh. Well, it was just like, I know of Pride and Prejudice. I don't think I've ever like fully like read that one, which I know most book nerds are like, Emma, how could you not? It's a classic. But I feel like Watching Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, I get the gist. And also, zombies. So there we go. Attention span. Perfect. Zombies. Because I don't want to have to deal with the whole old-timey, like, you are a woman, we sell you off to marriage. And it's like, <laughs> Or, like, this whole courting nonsense where I'd be like, eh. Ugh. How many movies can we list Brie off being in historical <laughs> movies where she would just be burned as a witch immediately? I love it. Like, I can tell you at least up to a certain time period where I just would not survive. Because <laughs> I'd be like, fuck off, motherfucker. 
Burner. Damn it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Every time. <sighs> that's just been like my whole life cycle. I just keep getting reincarnated into like def- different decades until I've managed to hit one where I survive past like 16. <laughs> <gasps> I love it. That would be hilarious. I would die if that was like <laughs> how life worked where it's like, all right, we just have to find the decade where you'll fit in. And here we go again. And Okay. 90s. All right, fine. You're safe. This looks safe. <laughs> Love it. Uh, let's see. So in 2000 and 2010 were, re- were marked by a decidedly new type of zombie novel in which zombies retain their humanity and become friends or even romantic partners with humans. One of the most prom- prominent mm-hmm. examples is Generation Dead. By Daniel Waters, featuring undead teenagers struggling for equality with the living and a human protagonist falling in love with their leader. Which, uh, I don't know. Never heard of this one. Mm-mm. But I always think of Warm Bodies. I love that movie. It, it is really cute. It's so, like, like the inner, like, romantic in me is like, okay, I'm kind of like a little romanceman, but also I'm like, ah, this is where we've hit teenagers are just so horny they gotta fuck all the undead yeah. things can't stop at vampires the can't stop juices. at werewolves <laughs> you know fucking what is it i'm trying to remember which one that one novel is where it's like i think it's like a fallen angel or something that the girl like clockwork I, something i have that one still haven't finished reading that though i think I, I feel like i started that not clockwork angel what was it um i can't remember what is maybe fallen or something like that and then it's like i just will forever remember the descriptor of it i think alex ended up reading that book series but um i remember seeing it i'm like oh this is a cool cover reads thing and she's like she's interested in this guy but he wants nothing to do with her and that just makes her more interested it's like how about you just take a hint yeah right <laughs> like be like hmm this is probably not good for my self-esteem if you're not into me i respect that and i will move on but no, bitch has got to be nosy and be like, oh, he's so broody and dark. Hence the reason I never actually date anyone broody and dark, because I would take the hint. <laughs> Second, any any male, like, any book situation, I, again, like, it's like me being on reality television. I would be the most uninteresting one there. <laughs> Is this bitch going to do anything else besides sleep? Nope. <laughs> oh, wait, she's on her computer and she's reading? <laughs> You've just put down your paper book and now you're reading up. What the <laughs> What the hell's the matter with you? All right, vote her off the island. <laughs> <gasps> I love it. <laughs> um, oh, in anime and mangas. Uh, oh, yeah. So this one, again, they kind of listed some stuff off that I wasn't familiar with personally, not to be like snooty and being like, eh, I don't know anything about this. So it doesn't matter. I just figured it'd just be easier because, too, it was like off someone's like top 10 list or something. Mm. So I feel like it'd just be easier for us to kind of like discuss uh, animes and mangas that we are either familiar with, actually read, actually seen, whatever. Uh, and mine was obviously going to be High School of the Dead. Oh, that's a good one. That's a big, like, I want to say well-known one. Um, mm-hmm. Is This a Zombie, which was actually listed in that, which my friend uh, Nate had me watch an episode or two of, which was actually really funny. I like that one a lot. Uh What's that other one I hit? Princess Resurrection? Yeah. Yeah. That one, I only have the first one of that, but that one was pretty interesting. And, 
what was the name of that one show? Um, Overlord? Didn't he have a army of undead? To guard the castle or something like that? First line of I defense? Guess technically, yeah. Because he was an undead mage. Hmm. I don't know. And then, yeah. And then the only other one I can kind of think of is... Uh, I want to say Rosario Vampire, but like he's more of a ghoul, technically, I guess you would say, because of... Uh, whatchamacallit, because she, like, drained him of his blood. Mocha or... No. That's not her name. It's not Mocha. What the hell is her name? I don't remember. But, uh, and then, because then I was going to go into, like, kind of Helsing, but again, that's more of, like, a ghoul, where it's mm-hmm. someone being turned into a vampire, but because they're not a virgin, they can't become a true vampire. So then they are, uh... Yeah. Just, uh, whatchamacallit. Yes. Undead zombie-like creatures. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so then my last section is on me in video games. I got so distracted and, like, trying to figure out, I'm like, what else is zombie? <laughs> zombie is awesome. Yes. So this section, of course, I'm going to be real excited about because it's going to mention one of Burr's and I's favorite video games. Nah. So zombies went on to become a popular theme for video games, particularly in the survivor, horror, stealth, first-person shooter, and RPG genres, which I feel like is almost all of them. Mm-hmm. So important horror fiction media franchises in the series include Resident Evil, The House of the Dead, Silent Hill, Dead Rising, Dead Island, Left for Dead. It's our shit. Isn't, isn't there like a rumor of a third one happening, or is that it's just been like a, a rumor? Very long time, like rumor. But yeah. then again, Valve moves very, very slowly. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm hoping for a third one one day. One day. One day. Huh. Even though the second one was really good. Mm-hmm. The introduction of melee weapons was like the biggest like improvement. Because pistols only do so much. Melee weapons for life. Yep. Especially the fucking pan. (laughs) (laughs) Sound effects. The dual pistols or the dual magnums? Mags. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Well, because, yeah, because... Could you do dual pistols in the first game? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's but what I thought. there was no dual mags. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then it was dual mag in the second. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Been so long. We should have another gaming night. We need to plan a sleepover of Left 4 Dead gaming again. Oh, I well, totally approve of this. You know, the edibles. Oh, yeah. Don't mention that. <laughs> don't talk about it. We don't we, speak of those. I'm yeah, kidding. We, <laughs> I know. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Yes. But yeah, no, exactly. So we're definitely over to for video gaming sleepover. Hell yeah. Because we're adults and we can do sleepover still because we say so. Mm. Anyways, so. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah. So Dying Light, State of Decay, The Last of Us, and the Zombies Game uh, zombies game modes from Call of Duty title series, which, again, I feel like that has always been like a super major. Oh yeah. And Diablos. Oh yeah. Because you have the Necromancers. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, Call of Duty, I feel like, is one of the biggest mm-hmm. hits with zombies being outside of, like, just a straight-up zombie game. Like, I remember that mode always being, like, super popular, and everyone's like, what? You guys want to play zombies on Call of Duty? Fuck yeah! Let's play zombies. Well, that was because you had that, and then and the rival were... of it was, um, was Gears, was the Horde mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a new Gears coming out. I don't know if you've seen it. It's already out. Of it. Is it out now already? Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. It looked really good because it was so funny because I was watching it and I'm like, and well, what threw me off, it was a woman. 
And then I was well, like, it, is it, this what I think it is? And then the she had the fucking of four. the Lancer. Yeah, so you have to play four before you play five. Okay. Because if you just jump into five, you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. And that's why I'm like so OCD about playing games in order. People uh-huh. just uh-huh. think I'm like some lunatic. I'm like, no, it has to be in order. Well, we don't, we'll thank God for the, the whole thing, but you don't have to play Judgment. Thank Ugh. It's yeah. terrible. Have you played these games before? Yes. Yes, I have. And they changed all the controllers on here. I was like, the fuck is this shit? Ugh. Yeah. Why is the change weapons instead of the D-pad? Yeah. Terrible. So. Ugh. Garbage. But anyways, so <laughs> the last little bit of this one, though, is a series of games have also been released based on the widely popular TV show that first aired on 2010, The Walking Dead, which, of course, also started as a comic series. And it's crazy because one of their most popular characters on the show does not even exist in the comics. Daryl. Uh-huh. I remember when, what was it? I think I was still working at Hot Topic at the time. And um, it was like something where Daryl got captured or something. And I can't remember what happened. But all I just remember was the whole, like, if Daryl dies, we riot. And we have, like, t-shirts about it. Yep. Because it's, like, just how widely loved of a character he is. Even though he started off as a real douchebag in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They also made a Walking Dead game, didn't they? Yeah, because I have that upstairs. Yeah, that's what I say, like the video game. And then mm-hmm. they also have, like, you know, of course, the phone mobile games and things like that, too. Yep. So then, uh, outside of video games, though, zombies frequently appear in trading card games such as Magic the Gathering uh-huh. or Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game, as well as in-role-playing games such as Dungeons & Dragons, tabletop games such as Zombies! Lots of exclamation points. Ah. And Dead of Winter, a Crossroads game. And then a tabletop war game such as Warhammer Fantasy and 40k. Which are all things I just never really got into because it was just too much. Too tedious I'm, for you? I'm, simple, I'm a simple-minded creature. I like trivia. I like... Sorry. <laughs> I, I think I like Monopoly until you're two hours in and you're like, <laughs> fuck this game. <laughs> Yahtzee is always my jam. Remember, I always used to always have the handheld Yahtzee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, my God. And my dad and I, like, legitimately ran out of Yahtzee pads, scorecards. I had to buy more because that's how often we would play Yahtzee. <laughs> it was, like, one of the two board games we had at his house. That yep. or Scramble. Yeah. Scramble. Scrabble. Scramble. Scramble. <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> scramble. And I didn't even think twice about it. I was scrabble. like, yeah, scramble. Whatever. Because <laughs> well, it's words with friends on the phone. Like, they don't even call it scramble. So, like, Which I didn't is, even uh, think twice. also known as a uh, word up, if I remember correctly. Was I the think actual, Was the original word. Yeah, how it started off. Yeah. And then. Uh... No, that's an, another board game similar to Scrabble. Oh, okay. Except that. Uh, you're you able like... to overlap the wording. Yeah, okay, no, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, like, those are the games I play. Those are the board games I play. Very simple. Then Exploding Kittens is pretty fun, too. <laughs> game is so stupid, but I love it. I still have to play Bears versus Babies over there. Oh, yeah, because that's right, you guys have it, too. I was mm-hmm. going to say, I'll bring mine, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, duh, you bought it. <laughs> But yeah, that game's pretty funny too, man. I just played it. But you definitely feel like need at least three to four people to enjoy that one a little more. But anyways. But yeah, so that's Zombies. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I can think of. 
don't know. Do we miss anything? I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so either. But yeah, zombies, it's like you could literally just sit here for hours. That's why I had to cut out a lot of like just the pop culture stuff because it's, I feel like, especially. I'm she bumped it. Um, especially since the, like, I don't know, I guess you would say, like, the early 1900s, like, going in the 1930s, mm-hmm. you know, starting with White Zombie. Like, it's just, like, I feel like what makes them so popular is that fear of, like, the dead not staying dead mm-hmm. and then coming back and then fucking everything up, especially in the apocalypse scenario where it just becomes this whole plague where we get overwhelmed so quickly because, the you know. T-virus. Yeah, like, I mean, like, the thing is, it gets so fast, and it's one of those things where it's like, you would have to catch it right away. Oh, I am legend. Oh, yes, okay. Ooh. Although, oh, yeah, no, that was mentioned, because, um, what is it? Uh, I don't, I feel like, though, that one's almost, or at least the very original, because, so there's this other podcast that I listened to for a while, um, earlier this year. It was everyday horror where this guy would all through the month of October have a different guest on and they talk about a different horror movie. And uh, the one um, they did the original I Am Legend. Ooh. Which the whole basis was though it was all vampires. Nice. And But what was crazy was in the original spoiler alert is that um, you know he's out there killing and they almost did this twist with the newer one too is that it wasn't them the monsters because like these vampires at this point had evolved and were like in their own society and stuff and he was this monster that was running around and murdering them so it was like a whole flip reversal or yeah because you know i'm sorry it wasn't called i am legend i am legend to be said i think it was like last man on earth or something is what it's actually called the title of the original version of this but with i am legend they almost did a similar spin where it was that Will Smith's character would have been the bad guy. And, like, this whole, like, crazy, like, mindfuck flip of, like, the monsters are the good guys. Like, oh! He's just, like, on severe drugs or something? Well, no, not even that severe drugs. It's just that because he's so lost in touch because of him being by himself, Mm. that he didn't realize, like, this was, like, whole society almost didn't. And again, we're going more vampire than zombie, but like daybreakers, you know, except super fucked up and vampires were still the bad people because they were harvesting humans to pee in blood farms and shit. Yep. That was fucked up. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of any other major zombie movie I can think of that really like shaped. I feel like for the most part, all, we touched on all that, you know, Light of, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, uh. The Resident Evil series. Um, I mean, Walking Dead for television series-wise. I mean, hell, they've done... Zombies have become so crazy that it's like they have a couple different series, but more like comedy or like crime-solving series. What is it? Eye Zombie? Oh, I love Where she uses that to like solve crimes. And then there's uh, the Santa Clarita Diet. I started watching that, but it didn't really spark my fancy. Yeah, I know Matt's dad is been trying to get us to watch it and we were trying to get him to watch the what we do in the shadow series and he's like oh well you know this is like kind of dark humor and i'm like yeah but what we do in the shadows is so much better (laughs) because it's just 
vampires being stupid. I love it. Oh, which they have it on Hulu. Yeah. So you guys should watch that. It's really good. I highly recommend the TV series as well as the regular one. I told Matt, I'm like, we might have to just buy it on Prime. <laughs> and he's like, I'll just download it. I'm like, but I mean, we're I, mean I, I just no, because how are we supposed to get it working on the TV in the bedroom? How am I supposed to fall asleep to Peter? <laughs> Peter, <laughs> we're about to have a house flat meeting in about ten minutes. You don't have to come. <laughs> So good. But anyway, so yeah, so that's zombies before I get too wrapped up into vampires. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Again, it's just such a big influential and like one of the major like horror genres. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go far as say it's like classic monster. I mean, unless you would wrap mummy in with that, but that's another episode we need to do is mummies. But anyways, so... Regardless, uh, if you have any things that you think we missed major zombie movie-wise that we just didn't get a chance to touch on or things like that, or ideas for future episodes or personal ghost stories and ooky spooky things or like crazy family stories you want to tell us about, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. We also have Twitter if you'd like to follow us and talk us about there. it's You can, you can find us at castcreep. Both yeah. these are capitalized. <laughs> I said it wrong. I was just like, oh, no, wait a second. And then uh, we also have Instagram, which is at the Creepcast, all lowercase. Yay. You can also find us on Facebook, and it's under the Creepcast with Brian Burr. And our Patreon is the same, the Creepcast with Brian Burr. We also have the website that has all the things, and that it's thecreepcast.podbean.com. And I just recently gave it a little bit of a facelift so check it out oh yeah so great subscribe follow donate and have a spooky night now because it's october bitches Ooh. Ooh. goodbye now